Episode 32, Six Strategies to 6X Your Life. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I use my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live life amplified. Michelangelo once said the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. I want to start out this week's episode by telling you a story from my life that happened uh, almost a year ago. And I was having dinner with someone who was really important to me at that point in my life. You know, we were having a couple glasses of wine, enjoying a great meal, and just talking about our hopes and dreams and the things that we wanted to accomplish, both professionally, income-wise, impact-wise in the world, cause that we wanted to help or get involved in. We talked about places that we wanted to travel and experiences we wanted to create. And part of the biggest vision that I could imagine at that point in my life was to build a six-figure business that made an impact in the lives of others. And up until that point, I think a lot of people in my life had seen me on the struggle of entrepreneurship early on. You know, they see me talk a big game about everything I wanted to do, but the results weren't there. You know, I was still earning maybe three grand a month if I was lucky, so it was very month-to-month, sort of paycheck-to-paycheck. There was a lot of stress about how I was going to meet my revenue goals and really how I was just going to pay my bills and survive. The person I was dining with took a big sip of wine and just sort of stared down at the table and said, I don't know, Dan. I don't know if that's even possible. And it stung so badly to share my biggest dream with somebody who was important to me and have them tell me it wasn't realistic. And, And they went on to explain, they're like, Dan, you have all these big goals in your life, but they're too big. And when you don't reach them, you set yourself up for disappointment. And and I just hate to see you do that to yourself. So they were really coming from a place of concern and love, you know, wanting to see me be happy. But as is the case with so many people in the world, we think that we can increase our happiness by lowering the bar that we have for ourselves in our life. You know, while it really stung me at the time, it was also a tremendous catalyst for me to move forward. Forward. And I remember reading a book by Grant Cardone called The 10X Rule, The Only Difference Between Success and Failure. And Grant provides this blueprint for how you can rise above status quo and take massive action. And pretty much the premise of the book is based on the idea that you need to figure out what you want to do, what goals you want to achieve, but you also have to multiply the effort and time you think it'll take to get there by 10. And I think that that is probably where the disconnect for me early on was, is I could 10 10x my vision for my life, but I wasn't really 10xing the action steps and the courage. I didn't 10x my faith in myself to get there. And maybe you relate to this. Maybe you're a person who has big ambition uh, to start your own business or to at least get into a career at a company that you love, but that fear holds you back. You start to question, is this possible for me? Am I worthy of it? And when I look back at that dinner that I had almost a year ago, it really was a turning point for me because I knew my mindset needed to shift and I had to change my strategies in order to get the results that I wanted. And how has all this worked out? By raising the bar, by bettering my strategies. Well, when I look at the first half of this year in 2018, the income that I've earned has multiplied by six times over what I did during the 
first half of 2017. That's all fine and good, and I'm really proud of that, and the money that I'm making has brought a level of ease into my life. It's reduced my stress, but the 6X that I'm talking about has really been in all aspects of my life. I've increased my freedom by six times. I mean, my God, over the last year, I've gone from living in Florida to living on the beach of the Eastern Shore in Maryland to living a dream where I'm talking to you right now from an apartment in the middle of Midtown Manhattan. And by the end of this year, I'm debating on maybe moving and packing up and going to San Diego for the winter. I'm still trying to figure out that part of my life, but there's so much freedom that I can work when I want from wherever I want and not being at the mercy of some soulless corporation that values profits over a purpose. I've been able to increase my impact by six times. One year ago, this podcast was just a dream that I had. It didn't really exist. And now we've been able to reach people in almost 40 countries and all 50 states of the United States. I've been a guest on places like the Elvis Duran Show, where I've been able to get this message out to 12 million people in one fell swoop. That It's amazing that I can share this message with so many of you and that it's really impacting you and making a difference in your life. But the question is, or what are the six lessons lessons that I've learned along the way that have helped me get there. And I put together a list today that I want to share with you because I want you to understand that dreaming isn't enough. At some point, you're going to have to make some mindset shifts. You're going to have to take new action. Like Grant Cardone says in the book, if you're trying to 10x your income, you got to 10x the effort. What are the biggest things that I've learned along the way that have helped me get there? We're going to talk about that in this episode. I so hope that the information I share serves you and I hope that there's some things that you can implement in your life starting today that are going to help you create your version of Life Amplified. So let's dive in. Thank you so much for being here. The first lesson I've learned over the past year that has helped me 6X my life is this. The best investment that you can ever make is in yourself. And I'll talk about how this has played out in my life, but first I want to give you a very relevant pop culture example, because at the time I'm recording this, LeBron James is all over the news. And first of all, apologies to my friends in Cleveland. You're one of my most listened to cities in the United States. So I know you're upset that LeBron James has left the Cleveland Cavaliers and signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. But I want to tell you something that I came across in an article in Business Insider. How much money LeBron James invests in himself and in his body to perform at a peak level. And it's actually one and a half million dollars per year that he spends on things like cryotherapy, which if you've never tried that, it's where you go into a tank of like liquid nitrogen and you get blasted at minus 30 degree temperatures for three minutes and it helps reduce inflammation in your body. I tried it once. Pretty trippy experience. You can even see cryotherapy deals on Groupon. I suggest you try it sometime. It's pretty remarkable how that process works, but LeBron James has a cryotherapy machine in his home. He has hyperbaric chamber to aid with his recovery. He's got an ice tub and a hot tub. He's got a team of personal chefs, masseuses. He has hired a former Navy SEAL to be his biomechanist. And I don't even know what a biomechanist does, but LeBron James does. And he's invested a lot of money in putting one on the payroll. He's got a recovery coach. He has surrounded himself with a team of people who know more about his body than he does so that he can sustain a peak level of performance, that he has given his body the nutrition 
nutrition it needs, that he's given it the rest and recovery, and giving himself all the tools to succeed. Somebody out there is rolling their eyes. I get it. You're like, well, Dan, yeah, if I had LeBron James money, I would spend a million and a half dollars on myself. But I want you to look at this just in terms of percentages and look at this as it compares to your life. Because LeBron James makes about $30 million a year playing basketball. So that $1.5 million investment comes out to about 5% of his basketball income. And I know he has other business holdings and he does endorsements, but let's just look at his basketball salary. One and a half million dollars is about 5% of his income. He's spending 5% to extend his health, his career. The man has never missed longer than a two-week stretch of games with injuries and a 15-year career. Continues to show up and play at a peak performance when other players' performance is declining. LeBron James keeps getting better. And it's because he took 5% of his income and invested it in things that will help him perform better. So how can you take that 5% rule in your life? You know, if you're a person making $50,000 a year, would you be willing to invest $2,500 if you knew that it could increase your quality of life exponentially? If you knew that it could lead for more happiness, if it could lead for more focus and clarity on what it is you really want to do. If you're a person today making $100,000 and you can't invest 5000 of that in your own growth, you're never going to be able to write that million and a half dollar check when you're making $30 million. You've got to be able to create those things for yourself in the present. And I know it's scary, but when I look back on my life, and it's crazy that I'm even saying this, when I just look at tuitions that I've paid for my mentors and the traveling that I've paid to go to various conferences and retreats, you know, I probably spent almost $40,000 over the past year on myself. And there's no sense of shame in me giving that number because the fundamental mindset shift that has helped me 6X my life is this. I believe that money I invest in myself expands my life and it will always return to me exponentially. And I've done this not just in terms of my personal development and working with my own life coaches and mentors. I'm doing this in other areas of my life right now. Since I moved to Manhattan, I joined uh, this little boutique gym in Hell's Kitchen called Mark Fisher Fitness, where a lot of the Broadway people go to work out. And I've invested a lot of money in training and classes, but it's because I knew that I wasn't getting the results in my health that I wanted. You've heard me talk now for the past six months on this podcast that I've kind of put back on this 15 to 20 pounds that I couldn't lose because I work from home. I'm traveling a lot. It was harder for me to get to the gym and I just wasn't achieving the results on my own. So over the past eight weeks, I've lost nine and a half pounds and seven inches off my body by investing in mentorship from somebody who can help me achieve better health results. I'm getting ready to make another investment in going back to work with a therapist because I've realized there are some other things from my life and in my past that I haven't truly healed and I want to get expert mentorship on that. You know, I can't coach myself. Like, trust me. And there's some of you out there who probably do try to coach yourself and rationalize why you're stuck in one area. That is a terrible idea. You'll never see your own blind spots. So get a coach, get a therapist, get a mentor, somebody who can help you see 
where you're blocked in your life. Unfortunately, though, this idea of investing in yourself is so counterintuitive to the culture that we live in. You know, we're a culture of consumption. We're a culture where we're marketed to on a daily basis and we're told that the happiness will come when we buy that next material thing outside of ourselves. There was that Lexus commercial where they would do like the December to Remember sales event a few years back and they would use the tagline, people that tell you money can't buy happiness are investing in the wrong things. The whole point of that commercial was if you just buy a Lexus, you'll be happy. I owned a Lexus in my 20s. It's a fantastic car, very well made. Didn't make my life any happier though. There's so many things we'll invest money in, elaborate cruises, vacations, a wine collection, a house. You know, you can buy a house, but if the housing market crashes like it did in 2008, your investment falls in half. It could actually depreciate. Investing in yourself is an investment that appreciates over time because the tools and strategies you learn for self-improvement, for self-acceptance, for self-care and self-love, you can take those with you a year from now, five years from now, a hundred years from now and it will still work. So how can you take the LeBron James mentality? Michael Jordan did this as well. Michael Jordan at his peak had seven different coaches that he was working with. And I'm not asking you to go get seven of them, but if you took 5% of your income and invested it in you, what would that look like? Get clear on that and I promise you'll look back a year from now and be so grateful that you spent that money and that you gave yourself that gift. Lesson number two that has helped me 6X my life over the past year. It's not all about strategy. (laughs) You know, I've said this on the podcast before that every life transformation only needs two components. You need a vision for what it is you want to create, not what it is that sucks. You need a vision for what it is you want in your life, and you need a strategy to get there. And if you're not achieving the results by having a vision and strategy, it's because somewhere your mindset is such that you don't believe you're worthy of the thing that you seek. Lesson number two to 6X your life, strategy means nothing if you have the wrong mindset. I've said this on the podcast before that any life transformation only requires two things on your part. Number one, you need a vision for where you want to go. And number two, you need a strategy to get there. That's it. If you've got a vision and you got a strategy and somehow you're still not getting the results you want, it's because there's a mindset issue. And I see this happen all the time that people come to me, particularly when I do entrepreneur coaching and I'm working with people that want to start their own business. They're like, Dan, give me business strategies. Tell me how to do Facebook ads. Tell me how how to build a website, tell me how to write sales copy. And they want the strategy, strategy, strategy. But the problem is, is just underneath the surface is this belief that they don't deserve or they're not worthy of creating the life that they want. So whenever I work with entrepreneurs and they're not really making the progress forward that they want in their business, they want to talk about Facebook ads and I want to talk about the mindset. What are the things that you desire in your life that you don't currently have? And then number two, is there any part of you that feels unworthy of having those things? Is there any part of you that feels like it's unsafe to have those things? You know, I'm working with a client uh, over the past like 10, 11 weeks, and she is amazing. Talk about somebody who is just a go-getter. By the end of our fourth session, she quit her job and launched her own design business. And even more remarkably, in her first month of business, she made $12,000. It was more than she would have made in 
in her old job. Incredible. I think it literally took me six or seven months as an entrepreneur to make my first $12,000. I've never seen somebody grow that quickly. But now that she's out of the first month, this is where all those beliefs start to pop up. And, you know, the second month, she doesn't have any new business on tap yet. And what we really came down to is it wasn't so much that she was scared of failure. She was kind of scared of the success. There was part of her that didn't want to go to her old co-workers or her old boss and talk about how huge of a month she had in that first month of business because she thought that they were going to judge her or think that it was coming too easy to her, that she spoiled or that she's entitled. And if you believe that getting the success you want is going to cause you to be judged or rejected by people that you care about, you'll find a way to stop the momentum and the success. You know, a lot of times she's coming to me with, you know, well, how do I better plan my schedule? What are the strategies for me to increase my productivity to find new clients? And we could do that. But unless we get clear on that underlying belief that is keeping her stuck, it's going to sabotage the success. Strategy is helpful. Yes. If you're going to go into business for yourself, if you want to become an entrepreneur, it, it's not even that. It's for anything that you want in your life. There are strategies that you can pick up to lose weight. We don't have a country in the United States that is 30% obese because there is a lack of strategy about how to lose weight. There's a hundred different diets out there, but sometimes there's a belief that we can't make the time to go to the gym or that on some level, we're not worthy of having the body that we want. Because if we lose the weight, then all of a sudden, what's our excuse if we don't have the love that we want in our life? So strategy, an important part of your growth, but mindset is everything. And this is really the companion, almost the soulmate to point number three, that if you want to 6X your business or life, you have to 6X your healing. And I would urge you to go back and listen to the episode we did a few weeks ago with Mastin Kip about how to hack your nervous system and heal emotional trauma. Because if you've got beliefs that tell you that you're unworthy of the life that you want, it's always attached to some sort of trauma from your life. There is a specific moment in your life, usually before the age of 10, where you made a decision about what's possible for you, about what the ceiling is in your life, and you've kept that on a subconscious level. You know, I tell the story way back at the beginning of the podcast, and I don't want to go through the whole thing because you probably heard me talk about this before, but the minute I decided that I wasn't enough for my family to be proud of is when I was in sixth grade. And, you know, I saw my mom putting up all these trophies on the mantle in our living room, acknowledging all my academic and social accomplishments, sort of those superlatives they do in the yearbook, where I was student of the year and I was voted most athletic, and my girlfriend and I had a trophy with us ballroom dancing and we were voted class couple and my mom was putting all these up on the mantle above our fireplace and she was so excited to show that off to all the other mothers that she knew. You know, look how good Daniel's doing. He's doing so well. I'm so proud of him. The problem being, I never really accomplished any of those things. My mom made up a narrative about my sixth grade year and had the trophies created herself because she was trying to compete with the Real Housewives of Houston. It was pretty bad because the reality of my sixth grade year is I was in my awkward years. I was getting bullied. I had a bad bowl haircut. I had braces. I had a terrible southern accent that was like really obnoxious. Got picked on every day. But 
My mom, who didn't have the best self-esteem in the world, wanted to be able to compete, and she wanted to be good at something, and the only thing she knew how to be good at was being a mother. So she wanted to prove she was the best at it. But somehow in that moment, I made a decision that whoever I was wasn't enough for my parents to be proud of, and that I needed to be more like my dad if I wanted my mom to love me, which is how I ended up in that moment going on this mission for 18 years to follow in my dad's footsteps and follow his career until I collapsed on myself in my late 30s and realized, wow, like I've created my father's life, but I don't know who I really am and what I'm here to offer. So I didn't remember that incident in sixth grade. I didn't really get clear about that. It's a three-minute moment in a lifetime. Why would I remember that? But as I did my own healing work and got clear on what is the origin of some of these beliefs that tell me I'm not enough, I was able to do some work around that and to really heal it, and it helped me move forward. I will tell you this. We don't get what we deserve in life. We don't. We get what we believe we deserve. And that's why a lot of people in the self-help space who use these phrases like, hey, change your thoughts, change your life, I don't completely buy into that. You know, I'm all for affirmations and positive thinking, but you can look at your bank account if you're struggling right now and do positive thinking and say, I'm not broke, I'm not broke, I'm not broke, I'm not broke, but that isn't going to change the number in savings. There has to be a belief underneath that there is a better future for me, that I am worthy of abundance, and that I have the power within me to create the life I want. So we can't just do positive thinking. We've got to have a belief system that supports that positive thinking. It's almost like, you know, if you're just trying to change at the level of thinking alone, you're trying to operate the iPhone X on iOS 1. Your hardware is not equipped to support the software that you're trying to download. So that is the analogy I want to share with you today. If you want to 6X your life, 6X your income, 6X your love, your health, your happiness, you got to 6X your healing. And that means you got to find somebody who can help you out with that. A coach, a mentor, somebody who has walked that path and can help you navigate it as well. Lesson number four to 6x your life. Language is everything. The words you speak that come out of your mouth are the reality that you will experience. And unfortunately, most of us use passive disempowering language when we're describing our life. And I want to give you a few examples here that I want you to see. Are you doing this? Are you saying... I can't. I can't create this. I can't do this right now. I don't have the time. I can't do this right now because I don't have the money. When we say I can't, what we're really saying is I won't. That I'm unwilling to see my life differently. That I'm unable to get beyond the present circumstances of my life. If you're a person who says I can't, I would urge you to replace it with the words I'm creating. Much more powerful. I'm creating implies that there's movement, that there's exploration, that I'm willing to move forward one step at a time and create momentum. I just learned this from one of my mentors the other night, and I think I had intellectually gotten this, but she just explained this so beautifully. So shout out to Jenna Hall for helping me crystallize everything that I had already been thinking about in my mind. Replace I can't with I'm creating. I can't create wealth right now. I can't create going back to school because I can't afford it with I'm creating the wealth to live the life I want. Another phrase that'll keep you stuck. I don't know. I don't have the answer. It almost just negates the fact that the question's being asked in the first place. I don't know shuts you down from ever finding out what the answer is. It shuts you off from learning, from growth. Replace I don't know with 
I'm curious, you might not know how to build a business right now, but what if you said, I'm curious what it would take for me to start a business? Who would I have to become? What skills would I have to learn to start my own business? I don't know if I'll ever find love, or I'm curious, what would it be like if I did have my ideal partner? I wonder how that person would treat me. Keep a sense of curiosity rather than shutting yourself off with I don't know. This is a big one. I want. I want more money. I want a new job. I want love in my life. The problem with I want is the energy underneath that is that I don't have. I want is really focused on what's lacking in your life. Replace the words I want with I choose. There's so much more power in that. Do you feel the energy shift when you say, I choose to create a multiple six-figure income. I choose to surround myself with healthy, loving relationships. There's power in that. I even get excited when I say that out loud. When I say I want, there's neediness attached to that. There's fear attached to I want. So let's try to replace that with I choose. One more that I want to give you. Another passive statement people use a lot is, well, I'm trying. I'm trying presupposes failure at any given time. I'm trying means I'm not actually doing, but I'm focusing on the stress that I have in my life. I'm stressing out about my current situations. So what if we replace I'm trying with I'm doing? I'm doing my best. I'm making small, reasonable commitments every day. I'm taking one action step forward that's going to help me create the life that I want. We talked about this with Bethany Watson. I mean, sort of the whole idea of the book of Genesis, the power of the book of Genesis, the metaphor in there is that when God created the heaven and earth, he just spoke it into existence. Let there be light. There was light and it was good. So what you speak into existence is what you're going to create. Get rid of like those disempowering passive statements. I want, I'm trying, I don't know, I should, and start replacing them with powerful language. I will, I'm doing, I'm creating, I choose, I'm curious. That in and of itself will help you feel more empowered to create new outcomes in your life. And finally, two more life lessons to help you 6X your life. Number five, make a decisive decision today. I know there are so many people who are waffling, going back and forth on what should I do? Should I do this path? Should I do this path? Should I invest in this mentor or this mentor? Should I say I love you and put myself out there in this relationship or should I stay single? And as the quote says, people lose more to inaction and indecision than they do to making the wrong decision. Make the decisive decision because the worst thing that can happen is that you choose wrong. But at least you know that's not the right path and you can course correct and make a new choice. The problem is, is when you make no decision at all is you stay stuck. Making no decision means you're dead that you're never moving forward. So it's actually better to move in the wrong direction than not at all, because you can always course correct. There's the analogy of the airplane. I think Brian Tracy talks about this idea that an airplane is off course 99% of the trip. You know, if you're flying cross country, LaGuardia to LAX, you know, there could be wind gusts and it knocks the plane off course a little to the left, but then the pilot just course corrects and moves it right back. You know, that you might be facing a strong headwind. Maybe it slows it down. Maybe there's a lot of traffic and then the plane has to like do a big circle around before it's able to land. The plane's off course 99% of the time, but it always arrives when it's supposed to, unless you're flying American Airlines. 
then you'll probably get there two hours late if you ever get there at all. But that's another story altogether. <laughs> but for real, course correction, my friends, that is the key phrase. You can always make a new choice later, but make the decisive decision. And finally, the sixth and final lesson to help you 6x your life is take massive action in the face of fear. You can have all the excuses in the world, but it won't change one simple fact that when you're feeling fear, it's a sign to do whatever it is that you fear and do it quickly. You know, I'm a person who lives my life afraid most of the time when it comes to my business. I'm always doing things that scare me, and I've really been able to make this mental shift that has allowed me to realize you can't leave the comfort zone and feel comfortable when you're doing it. But each time that I've stepped out of my comfort zone, that I've done something unfamiliar, that I've done something where I didn't know the attachment to the outcome, it's allowed me to build more resilience and get stronger. And that doesn't mean there are times that I've taken massive action and it turned out not to work out the way that I want. However, for me to 6x my business over the last year, this was the biggest thing that helped me get there. This was the key. Successful people don't look for comfort. They look for success. And that means that you've got to be willing to give up settling. You've got to go the extra mile. If you're going to get to the next level, you got to get comfortable being afraid. I hope the content this week inspires you. I hope it's caused you to make a new decision. And if it has, I would invite you to join our private Facebook group for the Life Amplified listeners, an amazing community of people all over the world. But join us. You can go to the link in the show notes, but it's facebook.com slash groups slash Life Amplified. Would love for you to join us there. Let me know what committed new decision are you going to make after hearing this episode. And don't forget, you can always find out more information on how you and I can work together to help you create those massive results in your life creativesoulcoaching.net I've got three spots open right now for my one-on-one VIP program in the month of July I would love to work with you and serve you and if not it's all good thank you for listening to the podcast please screenshot this share it online help us get this message out there my goal is to inspire 100 million people to up level their lives so this is where you can help out those five star ratings and reviews on iTunes also go a long way just in terms of placement and helping us get into that new and noteworthy section. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, in the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can get out there and live life amplified. I'll talk to you next time.